Welcome to the Corporate Treasury 101 podcast. In this episode, Guillaume will take us through the instruments of short-term investing, where treasurers can invest their short-term cash, and the means by which they can do so. We hope you enjoy the episode. So what are those instruments which are high security, uh, high liquidity, and a decent yield? Um, so we're going to come to it in a second. But first, I'd like to mention how do we invest in those short-term investment instruments. So cash managers usually do so via what we call money markets, uh, where we find banks, other financial institutions, money managers, obviously, brokers, dealers, and of course, corporates. So. You can find there investment instruments known to be available in large quantity, so liquid, uh, and short term. So usually, and usually on top of that, with a low credit risk, even though there are some more or less risky than others, obviously. So it is like for the stock exchange, you can find the primary and secondary market. The first one is where you find the instrument initially issued, and the second one is for selling and buying them second hand, uh, between brackets, if I may say. So you can there invest your money or borrow some, actually. Okay, so those money markets are the stocks exchange for short-term investments, right? It's yeah. the equivalent of the stock exchange for the sh- short-term investments, exactly. where as a corporate, you can find your short-term investment options uh, or fundings if you're on the other side. Exactly. And so in order of perceived risk, um, here are the main issuers we want to look at. So governments and government agencies, obviously. You just mentioned the treasury bills a little bit earlier in this episode. This is what we look at typically. Uh, Secondly, we have the banks and financial institutions that are a bit more risky than governments and government agencies, but typically banks with all the mandatory and uh, by-law force ratios, etc. are quite considered safe. And finally, corporations. Okay, so that's a lot more solid. There we go. So you want to uh, look at governments as the least risky, exactly. Right, of course, uh, banks and financial institutions, then other corporates. And um, what kind of instruments are available if I want to make short-term investments by those governments, for example? Mm-hmm. So for governments, uh, you typically look at what we call treasury bills. Bonds, right? Um, another word for bonds. Exactly. So it is the, it's the same thing. T-bill, so treasury bill is what we call it in the US, but to some bonds as well indeed. So those are very short-term debt instruments issued by a government, as we just mentioned, uh, usually less than a year, but it can vary. Uh, and it's considered the safest uh, investment you could do, basically. And the most liquid, actually, because you can exchange it on the secondary market. So obviously, the lowest interest rates, um, but when it comes to governments, they are very unlikely to fall, right? And not to repay their debt. Uh, I think in the last 50 years, there has been 20 governments that weren't able to comply with their, uh, with their debt. But actually, they were already very low-rated uh, governments. So... This is what we consider the safest. So that's the government taking a loan from the individuals or the corporates. Exactly. Right. That's how the government issues those. From the markets. Yeah. From the markets. Exactly. And But you mentioned something interesting there, which is uh, they're very liquid, not necessarily because you can get the loan back from the government quicker, but because they're such safe investments, other corporates or, or other par- parties in the market are willing to buy those bonds from you. Exactly. So you don't necessarily need to even go back to the government for your money. Mm-hmm. You can just sell the loan or the bond or the treasury bill to another 
second party yeah. uh, who will buy it off you because they know it's safe. Exactly. And one other interesting point to mention here, especially in that inflation context, um, this is also a way for the government to manage the liquidity available on the market, mm -hmm. right? If they issue a bond or a bill, they will get money out of the markets mm -hmm. and therefore decrease the amount of money available, of cash available on the market. So this is also an interesting instrument when we look at inflation. But this is for another So it's not episode. something the government just does for because the government needs money, but it's also a tool also. that they use to take money out of the economy. Exactly. Right? But they also use it to fund their activity, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so what about banks and financial institutions? What are the uh, tools in which me as a corporate would go into a market and say, hey, look, I want to go and uh, invest in some banks and financial institutions? What, mm -hmm. what are those? So there are quite some here. So let's tackle them uh, one by one, obviously. The first one I'd like to mention is the overnight investment fund. So this is uh, usually offered by the banks and it's an automatic overnight investment vehicle. So what we are looking at here basically is the money is taken out of your bank account at the end of the day and put back the morning after. As simple as that. Again, it's rather safe because the money is invested for a very short period of time and seamless in terms of liquidity, right? Uh, you go to sleep and the, money, the morning after, your money is still here. So rates on this are usually low and the risk is rather low as well. Second instrument we look at are bank deposits, or also called time deposits. So those are fixed term investments, one to six months. It's not really liquid. Uh, the funds cannot be withdrawn before the maturity unless you pay heavy penalties. And it's not available on the secondary markets. Um, so it cannot be bought or sold on it. Not like the third instrument, which is certificates of deposits. It's basically the same tool as we just mentioned. It's like a bank deposit, but negotiable. So it's exchangeable on the secondary markets. Uh, it's also from a period of one to six months, but you can exchange them. And it requires a bit more paperwork, which is why there is a difference. Uh, the fourth one is a banker's acceptance. So this is a short-term note issued by commercial banks uh, that arise from specific trade transactions. We're not going to enter into the details of this, but most have a maturity of six months and are embedded to a specific trade transaction. Last but not least, uh, I'd like to mention the repurchase agreement. So this is a short-term, often overnight, actually, investment. Um, and the mechanism is the investor, so the lender, buys certain securities from the borrower, usually very safe ones, such as government uh, securities. And the borrower might be, let's say, a bank, uh, which needs very short-term money. The borrower promise to repurchase the securities at a specified price and date with obviously a price difference, making it profitable for the lender. Those are the five instruments I wanted to talk about. So just a quick recap, overnight investment funds, bank deposits, certificates of deposits, bankers acceptance, and repurchase agreements. One thing that seems to come up a lot, which I find quite interesting here, Guillaume, is like um, the liquidity of these investments mm -hmm. isn't just linked to the payment term on the actual investment, but also how uh, readily resellable that is to others on the market. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Whereas some people would have thought, okay, six-month fixed period investment isn't very liquid at all, mm -hmm. but if you can sell that tomorrow to someone else that's willing to take that six-month yield, absolutely. then that, that makes it very liquid. Yeah, absolutely. That's a very important point. America. So what about corporates? Uh, we went through the, the safest, which was the governments, then mm -hmm. the second, which was the banks and financial institutions. You said the corporates was the most risky, but in line with our uh, original principle of high risk, high reward, I assume they also make the most money out of them. 
Absolutely. So compared to the two previous categories we just mentioned, they are indeed the most interesting when we look at high rewards between brackets again. Um, and here, there is only one tool to mention because it's the most commonly used and uh, the most issued by corporates, which is the commercial paper. This is a short-term unsecured promissory note. Let's break down uh, that a bit. So unsecured means there is no collateral to secure the investment. We mentioned this when we talked about overdraft, for instance, like um, the amount of money you're able to go below zero on your bank account. An unsecured one is that uh, the bank doesn't take any guarantee on this. So no collateral to secure the investment. It works the same way for a commercial paper. Promissory note means uh, basically the borrower promises uh, to pay the other party uh, a certain amount of money at a certain time. And the promissory note is that. So usually those instruments, the commercial papers, are issued for 30 to 60 days, but can be as short as one day, for instance. Um, last but not least, I'd like to mention something different. So it's not directly linked to the corporates, but what we call money market funds. So those are standalone pooled investment, which actively invest in all the instruments we just mentioned above. Uh, so the treasurers do not have to do the whole work or research themselves, but can instead trust a third party with their money. Usually money market funds are managed by big banks or big financial institutions. Um, and it's a good alternative to bank deposits because money market funds are meant to keep the three principles we mentioned again and again during this episode. Security first, liquidity second, and yield uh, finally. And they work pretty much the same way as an investment fund would. You just entrust them with your money and they do the overall investment for you, diversifying as much as possible. And you have different risk profiles depending on how you want to invest your money. That is it, Usain. That was quite a piece for the instruments of short-term investment. <laughs> <laughs>